You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex is happening in the marriage bed. This episode is brought to you by CovenantSpice.com, the fun, safe, and affordable way for Christian couples to take their sex life to the next level. Here are your hosts, Dr. Corey Allen and Shannon Efridge. letting the music play for a little bit to, to welcome in the new year. I'm laughing because you look like a bobblehead doll dancing to it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just love it. I mean, it's just the whole, that's just sashaying in the 2016, you know, just kind of bringing it right on in. Hey, that's a great idea for freebies to give away to our Bed Buddy Club members is we should have Corey and Shannon bobblehead dolls created for them to put on their nightstand. What do you think? Okay, no. maybe not. <laughs> no, I, I think I think no on that one. Exactly, and that that's why you are fifty-one for is so you can veto those horrible ideas actually, I come up actually, with. Actually, huh? actually, what I should have met that idea with is this. I mean, it, that's that's just <laughs> that's just the whole idea of crickets, baby. Nope, I, nobody's into that one. I can't see that flying off the shelves except for to the trash can. Yeah, yeah. Well, I could I could see maybe my kids wanting a mom bobblehead doll just so they can smack me around a little bit, but <laughs> I, I I can't see any purpose other than that. Okay. Well, welcome to 2016. Yeah, what an exciting time. Yes, this is a whole awesome. New year. So I think it's we got to start with a, a comment that came in. It came in on iTunes, and that's one of the things I love our listeners to do is to jump on iTunes, give us a five star review if you like what we're doing. Also give a comment because that helps us climb the charts in the sexuality category, which that's our goal is to get up there in the top five, top number one, if possible. But it's the idea that he said it, the thing just says frank and to the point, not overly critical or, or clinical, very fair and impartial to both genders. Even if your marital sex life doesn't need a tune up, it's worth listening to. I mean, that's fun. That's kind of who we're targeting is, a, is we do kind of get the whole range that some shows we talk about. Here's an issue that we know happens in a lot of people, and let's normalize that. Let's let's help give some pointers, some ideas, some help. And then there's some that are, this is just general topics that will take your married life and sex life from point A to point B. And so it, it, I love that, just people jumping in and saying, hey, here's why you need to listen. Yeah, and I love how you know our recap show last week, we explained kind of some of the highlights of the year and how we were able to go deep, deep, deep. Well, someone actually gave us a challenge here recently to back up to square one and do a sex 101 for dummies. <laughs> okay. And I and I actually thought, again, of those single people who are listening to the show who are trying to prepare for what's down the road, hopefully, when they do get married. Um, but I think that it's worth. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, here I have not. I don't think I've ever shared this on the air. And this is a friend of mine from grad school. And so if you are listening, <laughs> I'm going to expose you, man. Um, <laughs> but he, it was so funny because here I am. I'm a, at this point, I'm a 30 year old student, you know, 30, 31. And that was a long time ago. Wow. <laughs> that was Sorry. a shot that was uncalled for. Um, <laughs> but he was, we were just talking about it. It was one of our, it was like a family sexuality class or it was something in that regard. And he actually, he, he disclosed to the class that 
until he was 18, he actually thought a baby was born through the belly button Mm. because that's where it's attached. How embarrassing for that 18-year-old. Right. But uh, and he's, you know, he was a pretty sheltered upbringing from what it sounds like as far as religious and, Duh, and some of that think? kind of stuff. Yeah. But it is. <laughs> but it's just one of those like there's a lot of stuff out there that is not right, that is just a, a ignorance. And that's not necessarily a negative or a slight at them. It's just that you don't know what you don't know kind of a thing. And right. So I, I see the merits and yeah, let's pull this way back and and let's start the year. And and if you're a regular listener to Sexy Marriage Radio, hang with us because I think this can still be something very beneficial to get back to the basics because sometimes sex has to just go back to the basics. You know, it's just got to be sure. a, a, a basic kind of a thing. And if you're new to Sexy Marriage Radio, hey, welcome to the family. Well well done on starting the new year and, and making your sex life a priority, making your marriage a priority. And you honor us by taking time out of your week to listen to us and to invite us into your life. And if you want to invite us even further, send us an email to feedback at sexymarriageradio.com with questions, comments, thoughts, ideas, because that helps us spur what goes on like this show. Mm-hmm. And if you really want to take your sex life to the next level with Sexy Marriage Radio, carve out January 20, or sorry, not January. Yeah, it'd be June. Yeah. <laughs> carve out June 23rd through the 26th and plan on joining us for the Sexy Marriage Radio getaway in Dallas. There's going to be a lot more details coming up next week. Next so week. stay tuned. Yep. Stay tuned. So yeah, I think that Corey, if you talk about a sex 101 for dummies, I think the most important concept that we need to kind of use as a foundation starter is that you need to begin with the end in mind. You need to kind of foresee what challenges are probably going to come up and interrupt those Hollywood type experiences. I think that we go into the sexual experience expecting that it is going to be like what we see in the movies. That you'll, meet the, be- that you'll meet the UPS man and fall into bed right away and everything will just work <laughs> perfectly. Yeah, that the clothes will just, you know, magically come off and drape across the lampshade. And it, yeah, there'll and be rose the, petals and candles, candles and music in the background. Birds and it, swinging softly in the window seal. Nobody will have <laughs> bad breath and uh, everybody will be, you know, totally shaven and fresh as a daisy. And that afterwards, you'll just lay in one another's arms and just bask in the in the glow of it all. It doesn't happen. It does wait, that wait, way. wait. It doesn't happen that way? <laughs> I don't know what goes on at your household, Shannon. Okay, well maybe you but need to That do is the nothing sex. near to what happens at the Allen household. <laughs> maybe you need to do the sex two oh one course and I'll do the sex one oh one. No 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 no. Because I know that it's true that for women they have to have the right temperature, the right ambiance, the right attitude that it like all the cosmic tumblers have to click into place for her to really have that Hollywood experience yep. for men. All they need is a warm body. That's it. That's all. Most they of the time really you're, don't, you're correct. Yep. yep. They really don't. And I don't mean to stereotype men, but let's be real. Women are usually a lot more persnickety about everything being just right so that she can focus her brain on what you focus on <laughs> because it is, it's hard to, I mean, for men, I, 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 I'm no, not, I get it. No, I, I get it because Pam has a one degree variance. 
Yes. <laughs> that, yes. It's, it's too hot yep. or too cold. It spoils it. Yep. Yeah. I, I really want to have a sit down with God when I get to heaven to ask, why is it that all men need is a little physical stimulation and they can cross the finish line within minutes? Whereas for women, it can be a mental wrestling match to try to get in the zone and stay in the mm -hmm. zone long enough for the touchdown to occur. Yep. Uh, but that that's the reality is that, you know, especially for you ladies, you have to begin with the end in mind and foresee the challenges that are going to come up. So I made a list <laughs> um, of things that you need to do in advance to just set the stage for the most positive and productive experience possible. Okay. Okay. So the number one thing that I suggest that you do is that even before it's time to go to bed, yes, check the temperature of the room. If it's too cold, turn on a space heater. If it's too hot, turn on a ceiling fan. Uh, but I will tell you, I recommend that you turn the ceiling fan off when, well, first of all, I think that she needs to come first. That's just the reality in, in my mind, I think that whenever men cross their finish line and then that refractory period kicks in and he's tired or sleepy and he needs to just lay there for a minute, a woman can feel really rejected waiting and waiting and waiting for her turn. Mm -hmm. So if he just focuses on her first and gives her an opportunity to cross that finish line first, women's response to an orgasm is all of a sudden she wants him to go deep. She wants him inside of her after she experiences a clitoral orgasm. And then maybe she wants a G-spot orgasm too. So I think that for her to reach her orgasm, it's easier to have the ceiling fan off because it can actually be distracting to feel too much wind on you. And for a woman, her, her vajayjay, as Oprah calls it, uh, needs to be kept moist. And when there's a ceiling fan blowing directly on it, because usually beds are right underneath the ceiling fan, it can kind of dry things out pretty fast. Wait, hold on. I'm taking notes. <laughs> yeah, these are things that men never <laughs> even pause to think about. Uh, of course, the exception to that rule is if you start getting so sweaty that you're distracted by the fact that you're hot, then you're going to need to turn the ceiling fan back on. One of the best investments you can make is a remote control for your ceiling fan. Such that Good idea. when she's laying there in bed, it's right there beside her. It, she can control it without even breaking the mood, uh, without having to ask him, could you just get up and turn the light switch off so the ceiling fan stops type of thing? So, yeah, ceiling fans are an issue. Also have extra blankets around because let's just be frank. When a woman has her legs spread and her husband is between them, uh, doing whatever she needs done to reach that orgasm, whether that's you know digital stimulation with his fingers, whether that's stimulation with his tongue through oral sex, or maybe he wants to use a marital aid since Covenant Spice sponsored the show. Yep. We you know, definitely shout need out. to give him a shout out to say if, if you are intrigued by the notion and just want to give it a try, there is nothing in scripture forbidding that. As long as your spouse is okay with it, go for it. But um you know, that while she's exposed like that, her legs can get cold. And so yep. to have one blanket draped on one leg, another blanket draped on another leg, maybe you have another blanket draped across your shoulders if you need one. You know, it's like you're going into surgery, you know, like only That's, the Citadel are exposed. That is creating. The only thing missing is a metal table and some big bright lights. <laughs> Yeah, some some metal forceps or something or specula. Yeah, I'm not trying to make it sound 
clinical. Now, I'm I mean, just here's real. let me let me kind of dumb that down even more. What you're talking about <laughs> is this is the idea of having the end in mind. That's not where I thought you were going to go with this. So I'm I'm still kind of <laughs> okay. I get it. I, I okay. like it. Because, I'm, I'm sorry that it's not no, about No, but it's the idea of of sex. recognizing that it's we may ha- you may have an end in mind, but you need to also loosely attach to that end in mind so that you can call audibles as things unfold. Because what you're talking about is so it's going along and it's her turn to come first and it's not happening. And she's cold. And so it's, okay, you don't have to necessarily then, all right, well, then you just go. And I'll just be unsatisfied. You Do can, not sacrifice right. your orgasm because of some sort of creature discomfort. Right. So you can you can make changes. You can, hold on, yeah. can we turn the fan off? Can we turn the fan on? Can we get back under the covers? Can you put a fire in the fireplace? Because there's nothing that necessarily says it has to be done in a 20-minute window, a 10-minute window, or even an hour window. Take some time. I kn- and I know that you don't see that in Hollywood. Well, because they only got a certain amount of screen time. They got to get it done right. and move it, on to the rest of the story. It happens in 30 seconds, start to finish, the whole shebang. Right. So they only hit the highlights. Which but sometimes, though, let's be fair, sometimes Sex 101 does happen in 30 seconds, <laughs> start to finish. <laughs> because yeah. you're just young. And it's just one of those, all right, I'm done. You know, let's. Yeah, what, I think hungry? that we have some shows on <laughs> premature ejaculation. Yes, we do. Yeah. Um, And for women who are wondering, well, should I just fake it because it takes me so much longer than it takes him? I should probably just fake it and get it over with. No, you should not. That is sex under false pretense. That is misleading. It is deceiving. And you are robbing not just him, but you are robbing yourself most. Right. And you're going to train him that you are capable of doing it in a few minutes flat. And if you're not, then when is he ever going to get the picture that you need 20 whole minutes or 30 whole minutes or 40 whole minutes? I mean, let's be real. If it takes men two to three to four minutes, it takes women 20 to 30 to 40 minutes. Don't feel bad about that. A real man is going to enjoy pleasing his wife. It's not going to matter how long it takes. He's going to do whatever it needs to do, whatever he needs to do to get comfortable, to shift gears, to incorporate novelty to keep things lively until she's able to cross that threshold. Man, you just talking about that. I need to call Pam. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so whatever props that you need to incorporate into your lovemaking, feel free to do it. And I, I'm really thinking, uh, thinking sympathetically toward our listeners, like way up in Canada or even as far north as Indiana or Michigan or Chicago, you know, big shout out to you folks who have to learn how to have sex when it's freaking cold. Yeah, but hold on. That's coming from the Southern girl who loves heat. There's girls, yes. there's girls that love cold. Ah, uh, but it has been scientifically proven that a woman cannot experience orgasm if she is too cold. Well, duh. I mean, if you're going to, if you risk hypothermia, <laughs> Then you, about the Eskimos yeah, and <laughs> but 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 it is. I, I think the idea is. I mean, cause think about it this way: when I think of the framework of sex one hundred and one, typically we're not coming into this as people because you've dated the person you're about to have sex with, so you have a pretty good idea of how general anatomic things work. That penis does enter vagina. I mean, that's the one thing that's interesting to me is 
when I hear from people of, well, but we got to make sure we're compatible. You know, so that's why they're justifying premarital sex or they're whatever. And I'm sitting there saying, wait, does the penis fit into the vagina? And yeah, well, then you're compatible. You can learn to become the, compatible. The rest of yeah, the stuff is, is working on the things in real time. Yeah, you know? <laughs> people give up way too soon right. thinking they're incompatible. But, you know, let's be real. Most of our listeners who haven't had married sex yet because they're not married yet, they probably have been having sex. I mean, you know, we're, we're not naive. Even though this is our personal value system, we know that 90% of married couples walk down the aisle as non-virgins because they've already had sex together. But let's also be real, you know, with this direction, just because you've had sex together as single people, that's not preparation for married sex necessarily because right. married sex and single sex are two very different things. Yep. And there's a lot of both men and women out there doing the bobblehead thing going, yeah, she's right. Married sex just brings a lot more challenge yep. to, to keep things spiced up and you just, Put kids down in bed and you're afraid of waking them up or you've had kids on your ankle or at your breast half the day or or the financial pressures of life. Like you're going to have to work harder to manufacture the interest and the initiative and the passion. It, you know, it, it yeah, married sex. The, the, fall, the falling into bed while tripping over rose petals is not going to happen because it's more likely you're going to fall into bed to have sex while tripping over laundry. Or bills. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> So it's, 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 yep. that's ouch. not a libido builder. Yeah. <laughs> ouch. Or you're going to, you're going to be just getting into it and then there's going to be a knock at the door or yeah. yeah, that's, I mean, so it's just recognizing that to me, sex of one oh one is recognizing there's an end in mind, but the, what supersedes that is the process together. The, the connection that you can create the, I can handle myself. And I can adjust and shift as needed. That if if she's taking time, because you got to realize, you know, the the myth largely of oh well, we're gonna orgasm together. Well, maybe, but my, most likely, most likely not. You yeah, know, that that's a very rare occurrence. Yeah, it does happen. Really adjust. Yep. It does happen on that one. It, it does it happens, happen, but it is rare. But a lot of times, you're you're talking about two different instances of her than him, or him than her, or her than him than her than him, or however you want to do it. But it's just yeah. recognizing I don't have to have a script for this. Yes, that I truly can take some time. That that we can we can treat it kind of like we're dating, where we're just making out a little bit, and then we just let it go and see where it goes further. And I mean, that's the stuff that it's interesting because yeah, sex 101 is important to just recognize the, the anatomy of how things work. The clitoris is at the top of the vulva, which is actually the medical term for the female genitalia. The vagina is an aspect of the vulva, but the clitoris, if you're looking at it, is at the top of it. If you're in between her legs, looking straight up her body, and that it's, is where she gets the majority right. of her physical sensations. That's where right. all the nerve endings are. That clitoris sprouts into a penis in the womb if it's a boy baby. Right. But if it's a girl baby, then that clitoris, you know, stays like the size of a of a but of it's a also, eraser on a pencil. Yep. It's also hidden until by the clitoral hood. And so you've got to get some warming up going on, which that's where you're talking about the fan, the blankets, those kinds of things, because she has to be warm for the clitoral the clitoris to make its appearance from underneath the hood, if you will. Yeah. Or he can manually kind of push the labia back a little bit so he can have easier access right. to it. But if you do but it too better. soon, problem. Yeah. It yeah. That's painful. true. 
it, yeah, it can be very painful, yep. like pushing an elevator button over and over. Um, but the best thing that a woman can do to get her clitoris engorged with blood, because the same thing that needs to happen in a male body where he needs blood to the penis to make it function, a woman needs blood flow to her clitoris to ever have a clitoral orgasm. You have to entertain sexual thoughts. Don't think that it's entirely up to him to arouse you because it's the pituitary gland that gets triggered right. that sends blood flow to the clitoris and what trips the pituitary gland is sexy thoughts. Okay. Don't be worried that, oh, but if I have this thought, God's going to judge me or my husband would think that I'm being unfaithful to him. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Go back and listen to our episodes on the fantasy fallacy and understand where your sexual fantasies come from and the roles that they play. But yeah, you got to. You got to kind of warm things up down there, get the engorgement flowing. Again, I want to have a sit down with God about why engorgement is so stinking easy for men <laughs> and so stinking difficult for women sometimes. But if women know that going yep. in, though, if, if they're prepared, if they're armed with that information and they know, OK, I'm going to have to let my brain drift to a place where it does create the blood flow, then, you know, okay. they'll, have, they'll have the blankets, they'll have the ceiling fan. I want to talk about some other props. Okay, but hold on. I, I yeah. got to add something before we move off from the clitoris because I love hanging out with the clitoris. Um, <laughs> is there is an ask, there's, there's different things you can do, fellas and ladies. She can help as part of this with her fingers. Her digits work as well. But there's different areas you can focus on. And there's one in particular that you can focus on that really is more than likely on most women going to produce the best arousal and then, i.e., then climax. You want to know uh -huh. what it is? Don't say it, but do you want to know where it is? Yes. If you want to know, you got to come to the Sexy Marriage Radio getaway. Because oh. that's where it's disclosed. And that, was, that was so funny because I mentioned it this last year. So if you were there last year, you already know what I'm talking about and where. But that's, that's some of that stuff that's behind the scenes, if you will, where you get additional stuff. That, ooh, that you can't get on the radio. I want to know. And so come on, join us in June. It's going to be worth it. But not <laughs> even just for that tidbit, but for a whole lot more. You betcha. Way to sneak that promo <laughs> in there, Corey. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so I want to talk about some other props that I just think are good ideas. I've actually entertained thoughts of, as a wedding gift, giving women a gift bag with a set of washcloths, Astroglide, a waterproof crib pad, and a copy of my book, The Sexually Confident Wife. Okay. Or, or The Passion Principles, either one. We're, okay. We get really, really deep. Um, passion Principles being the one that husbands and wives read together. Mm -hmm. Sexually Confident Wife being the one that women read themselves mm -hmm. in anticipation of a healthy sex life. But let me explain what all of those things, you know, what purpose all of those things serve. No one wants to sleep in the wet spot. And let's just be real. If sex is good, it's going to be wet. Right. Gonna it's be it's messy. messy. That's what's another thing is not depicted in Hallmark and Hollywood. Yeah. So for those people who are like uber OCD, you need to work on your OCD because if your sex isn't good and messy and wet sometimes, it's probably not as fulfilling as it could be mm -hmm. if there is something psychological about that ooey gooeyness, that wetness, that female ejaculation, that male ejaculation. And so you're going to need something to protect your sheets and mm -hmm. your mattress because 
a towel isn't always sufficient. So a waterproof crib pad, the kind that you lay down underneath the sheet in your baby's crib, those work great for the marriage bed. Just keep it underneath your bed. If your kids found it, so what? They don't know what it's for. Uh, no, no, hold on, hold on. Tell them. Yeah, that's that's what we use when we have sex. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> no, but it, but it's just one of those like, why do we need they're to be old a, enough? Right. Well, what? Well, hold on. I mean, you've you have complimented me that's on true. the fact that when you come over to my home and meet and have dinner with my family, you love. We can talk about anything with my you kids can, at the table. You've actually recorded shows with your kids in earshot. Absolutely. I, I applaud that. Sure. So sure. I, I think that it's one of those we don't need to be ashamed. Yes. Obviously, we need to be diligent in the sense and, and and appropriate, right? But you don't need to be ashamed of. Okay, yeah. What is this for, Mom? Well, sometimes we use that. I mean, that's for during when we have sex sometimes, because sex is sometimes messy, and you just kind of leave it at that. And they're like, well, "What are you it. talking about?" Well, here, let's sit down and have a conversation about where kids come from and how it happens, because that ejaculate actually carries semen and sperm, and that's what it is. A nice egg, and then now you got the whole conversation. I love it. I love it. I stand corrected. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So in addition to that waterproof crib pad, which is just so easy to toss in the laundry and yeah. And, and you know, have a couple under your bed so that, you know, you can't be like, Oh, well that's in the dirty clothes. So we have to wait till next week after I do laundry to have sex. No, no, no. You can also double up a towel. You can use, I mean, there's, yeah. there's other resources. There's things you can do. You can yeah. go in the shower. You can get in the hot tub. You can do a lot of different <laughs> things. Yeah, you can get a slip and slide and lay across your mattress. <laughs> wait, yeah, no. wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> hold on. I'm writing that one down. I'm writing that, okay. Okay, so um, rags, washcloths, let's be real. Yep. When when it comes out, it needs to go somewhere. Yes, it is going to go even, somewhere. Or even if it goes inside of her, it's, it's go not going to be long before <laughs> gravity takes its yep. toll and it, yeah, and it oozes out. So to have those rags for quick and easy cleanup is just smart. Yeah. So that way nobody is like, okay, it's your turn to get up and run to the bathroom and grab a towel so we can clean this up before the sheets get messy. Just have them in your nightstand. Yes. Get nightstands with drawers because you're going to have lots of sexual gadgets and things that you're just going to want to have right there handy and available. Yep. Because uh, let's be real, when we get turned on, we kind of get lazy. We don't want to hop up and go to the other room to grab something. We just need to be able to grab it right then and there. Plus, it could be cold, and so you're warmed up, and now all of a sudden it's getting cold, and you don't want to have to move. Right, right. And so one other little tidbit that you need to have in your nightstand drawer is you know, sometimes women, especially those who are on up in years who have been sexually active for a long time and now their bodies are starting to change and they're beyond their baby making years, having Astroglide or some type of lube mm -hmm. is just a good idea so that you're not feeling pressure of if I don't get all ooey gooey juicy like Shannon and Corey are talking about, I can't have a really positive sexual experience. Okay, I'm putting you yes. on the spot real quick. Putting you on the spot. Have you ever tried out the KY his and hers? No, I had always heard that KY jelly is too gooey and gloppy, and I totally agree. But I think that they've come a long way right. in creating special personal lubricants for this purpose. Right. So yeah. Now, what is it? His it's, and hers. It's, it's his and hers. You buy the vials together, and it's just it's it's just lube, but it's real. It's 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 water based more in the sense. I don't know if it actually is water based. So don't quote me on that one. But it's not like a jelly. It's more okay. liquid. It's more but, like saliva. Right, but the combination is the best lube. But it's by the in, way. it is. But it's in it. What they've done is they've put the different 
uh, feel or sensation to it so that when you put the two together, it enhances things. So Ooh, like if you there's have a one, chemical reaction? You have one you use for her and one you use on him. And then you have sex. And it's like, oh, whoa, that feels, hmm, that's a little different than just our normal. Yeah, I love the concept of just weaving novelty into the marriage yeah. bed. It has to be fun. Yeah. It has to be play. If it feels like work, and we've done episodes on work versus play sex, yep. but you know, just go into your sex life with the attitude of this is not just something that we're going to do the same way over and over again. There's a, such a thing as a as a rhythm. There's such a thing as a rut. Mm -hmm. you know, it's one thing to develop a rhythm that works for you both, but it's another thing to get stuck in a rut where it doesn't feel like play anymore. So I love you know, the concept of adding lubes or you know experimenting with different positions or asking for a, a, an unconventional act that maybe you've never done before, or maybe you did it unsuccessfully before, but now you want to try that again. Yeah. Uh, and let me, I'm going to interrupt you because it's important, I think, to point out that since we're talking about sex 101, we're probably talking about a, a good deal of nerves or anxiety or uncertainty when mm -hmm. you're talking about this. Because this, this doesn't necessarily apply to you guys, you know? <laughs> to, to you and Greg or to Pam and I. Because there's, well, yeah, there can be times where like, wow, why am I feeling anxious about knowing what's coming with sex for us? You know, there's times where it's kind of like, I'm kind of excited or nervous or whatever. But generally, there's not the whole, I wonder how this is going to go or I wonder what that's going to be like, or I wonder what she really looks like when she's nude, or I wonder what, you know, how that's really going or to in feel. This position. Right. Yeah. Or how that's going to, so we are talking about, we're coming into stuff a little awkward, nervous, anxious. And my counsel would be share that because it's likely your partner is too. I'm just mm -hmm. like, this feels, this, I, I'm kind of nervous. And this, uh, feels, this feels naughty. I mean, how bonding could it be if, if you disclose that and your partner looks you in the eye and says, me too, but let's let's yeah. let's let's do this together. Yeah, I mean that's, that's a cool right. thing. Let's just both do it afraid. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's both do it nervous. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Yeah. So the only expectation that I think that you can safely have in the marriage bed is that sex is weird and <laughs> things are going to go wrong. <laughs> yes. Those are the only two guarantees. Yes. Yes. That you have, but also expect, though, that we can overcome any challenge, whether yes. that's a mental challenge, whether it's an emotional challenge, physical or spiritual challenge, relational challenge. Any challenge can be overcome. And uh, again, if you want to weave that novelty into your sex life, I'm not saying that every couple needs one, but if you want a marital aid, CovenantSpice.com mm -hmm. is the safest place to shop for those. You're not going to get a bunch of spam. You're not going to get a bunch of junk mail. She she guarantees all of her stuff. She says, don't send me your broken ones back. If it's broken, don't I'll send you new ones. Yep. questions asked. You know, we really appreciate Lael's integrity with running her business and appreciate their sponsorship of Sexy Marriage yes, Radio. Absolutely. Well, man. Um, need to I'll, go smoke a cigarette? No, I, I need to call Pam. Um, <laughs> <laughs> send her a sexy text message. <laughs> Well, this has been Sexy Marriage Radio, where uh, I'm just so grateful we're we're starting a new year again together, and we got our listeners on board, and we got your support, and you 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 send us emails at feedback sexymarriageradio.com, and I just can't wait to see where this year goes, and, yep. and all the great things that can happen. So thanks for taking some time out of your day to spend yep. it with us. We love you for listening. See you next time.